Chapter 12, Goal Setting. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. Hey, what's happening? This is Eric J. Olson. In January of 2021, I published a book named Million Dollar Journey. I had the audio for that. It's on audible.com, but I'm going to share it with you right here on this podcast. So this is a chapter from the book. Some of these episodes are going to be long. Some will be short, but I'm going to read the whole thing to you. One chapter at a time. Here you go. After hearing it, let me know what you think on Instagram. I hang out there at eric.j.olson. That's E-R-I-K.j.olson. And without further ado, here's a chapter from Million Dollar Journey. Goals come in many forms, personal, professional, short-term, long-term, and even New Year's resolutions. I like the analogy of setting goals and driving a car. If you don't set a goal, it's like getting in your car and driving. You'll be going somewhere, but if you don't know the destination, how do you know you're even driving in the right direction? You may be asking yourself, should we set goals early in our journey? Or why wasn't goal setting one of the first chapters in Million Dollar Journey? Great questions. Here's why. When to set your business goals. Most business books tell you to set your goals first before doing anything else. They say you should write a business plan. The bigger, the better. You should anticipate every future opportunity, obstacle, and risk. And they say you should plot your plan for the next 20 years. But in my experience, that's not a great way to start a business. When you don't know what you're doing and you don't know where you're going, then creating a thick business plan complete with projections and assumptions doesn't help you much. I've tried it before and promptly ignored the business plan once I got going because it was garbage. You can't predict the future when the future is uncertain. You must validate what you're doing first before you set goals beyond that. In the beginning, you need to think one or two steps ahead of your current situation. The important idea at this stage is simply to get going. The more time you spend writing a business plan, the more time you're not starting your business. Start your business, figure out your business as you run it, and once you have confidence in what you're doing, you can set goals. That applies to life too. Don't lie to yourself. How many times have you set a goal, but you didn't mean it? How many times did you tell someone what your goal was? but you smirked or laughed when you said it. New Year's resolutions are goals just like any others. With New Year's resolutions in particular, many of us lie to ourselves the moment the words escape our mouths. For some reason, our society accepts that most people don't intend to keep their New Year's resolutions. If your goal is to get into shape, then you'll go to the gym a couple of times in January. But like in years past, you'll likely falter and stop going by Valentine's Day. 
I witnessed that cycle firsthand every year in my gym with an influx of new members in January who mysteriously vanish by the spring. Another common resolution is to eat better. Sure, you'll eat better for a few days, but a month into the new year, and you'll be back to pizza, wings, and beers on Friday nights. You know it's true. It's a shame, really. Why even go through the charade of setting a New Year's resolution or any goal if you don't mean it? Either say it and mean it, or don't say it at all. I've discovered a handful of ways that I've been able to reach my goals personally and professionally, even after the novelty of goal setting has worn off. The principles that follow have helped me achieve my goals and accelerated my entrepreneurial journey. The only reason I finished Million Dollar Journey was because I set a New Year's resolution and respected the principles that follow. Without these principles, I would have walked away from a half-written book a long time ago. These principles can help you set and achieve goals for your business and for yourself. Set Specific Goals Acronyms abound in the business world that describe how to set goals. SMART, S-M-A-R-T, is one such acronym that many people often employ. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Based. I agree with most of these components, but not all of them. As an example, when I decided one year that I was going to run more, I realized I needed to be specific. So I set a goal to run 1,000 miles by the end of the year. The goal was specific. I would run 1,000 miles. It was measurable. I could record how far I ran each time and add the miles up. It was time-based. It had to be finished by the end of the year. But I nailed only three of the five components in SMART. Why not the other two? Was it achievable? Maybe, maybe not. I had never run 1,000 miles in a year. Shoot, I didn't even know how many miles I'd run in any prior year because I had never tracked my mileage like that. I had no baseline to determine if my goal was achievable. But I was determined. I knew I could run three miles at a time and do that several days in a row. I also knew that if I ran three miles every day and with a year having 365 days, I could run up to 1,095 miles if I never missed a day. That would give me a 95-mile buffer for the days that I was sick, hurt, or couldn't find the time or motivation to run. So I was confident I could run 1,000 miles, but I didn't know if the goal was actually achievable. Was it relevant? Not exactly. I hadn't set a running goal before and wasn't even running all that much prior to setting the goal. The reason I picked it was for a personal challenge. To prove to myself that I can achieve whatever I set my mind to. Another resolution I made that year was to come to a complete stop at stop signs and stop lights. The rolling stops were getting out of hand. That wasn't relevant to anything except, once again, a personal challenge. Relevance, for my own New Year's resolutions at least, turns out to not be that relevant. To be completely transparent, 
I had to Google what SMART goals stood for. It's a great rule of thumb for goal setting. But in the end, you simply need to have the conviction that you will set out to do what you tell yourself you're going to do. Don't lie to yourself and be clear on what your goal is. Be specific, then simply do it. You either want to achieve the goal or you don't. It's that simple. Track your progress. Once I decided to run 1,000 miles in a year, guess what I started doing next? I went for a run. After running a few times, I realized that I needed to write down each time I ran. I wanted to make sure I ran 1,000 miles, so I needed to log each run. Tracking my progress seemed pretty obvious to me, but this is an important step that many people skip. If you don't track how you're doing against your goals, then you're simply guessing. Guessing may get you close, but then again, you have no idea. I had already established that I wanted to maintain a pace of three miles per day on average to safely reach my goal of 1,000 miles by the end of the year. So as long as I kept close to that pace, I'd be in good shape to achieve the goal by the end of the year. Tracking my mileage in a spreadsheet allowed me to easily add up how far I'd run for the year. I also created a formula to determine how many miles I should have run based on the current day of the year. With that, I could compare how many miles I'd run so far that year against how many miles I had to run by that date in order to finish my goal at the end of the year. Suddenly, I could determine quickly if I was on pace or not for reaching my goals. Tracking my progress led to accountability. Knowing if I was ahead of or behind pace was key for me. Anytime I got behind, it was a motivating factor to run another half mile here or there to catch up. Whatever your goal, personal or professional, if it's a measurable and time-sensitive goal, then you could track your progress over time. Track your progress in a spreadsheet or other system and determine if you are on pace to hit your goal or not. If you find that you're not on pace, you'll know exactly what you need to do to get back on track. Public accountability. Key performance indicators, also known as KPIs, are a way that businesses track how they're doing. As a business founder, you'll likely have a handful of important KPIs that you want to track over time. At Array Digital, we set goals, KPIs, for the quarter. Progress towards achieving each KPI is tracked and reported weekly. Each KPI has an owner, the person responsible for achieving the goal. The owner of the KPI has to personally report their progress at our company meeting. Having the KPI owner brief everyone else on their progress is a form of public accountability. You can also apply this principle to your personal goals. Once I knew how far I needed to have run by the current date and how far I had actually run, I had enough data to report to others on how I was doing. Every week, I reported publicly on Twitter of how I was doing against my running goal. I decided to publicly self-report for three reasons. First, I was confident enough in myself that I was sure I'd hit the goal. Second, I wanted to set an example for other entrepreneurs 
that big goals are achievable. Although you can lie to yourself when you set your goals, you're likely to highlight the lie to the world by admitting that you failed to reach your goals. I wasn't about to lie about my goals to everyone who was watching. I said I'd run a thousand miles and I was going to figure out a way to do just that. Third, I knew that holding myself publicly accountable would motivate me to continue. And it did. On many mornings, I just wanted to sleep in. My calves were sore for the first six months of the year. Walking hurt and running hurt even more. I had plenty of reasons to quit, but I knew I had to self-report every Monday and I wasn't going to report that I was a quitter. Knowing that Monday was public accountability day kept me going when I may have otherwise quit. Learning curves. Taking on new skills is tough. You're no good at it first, but you get better over time. I recently took my daughter out to drive a stick shift car for the first time. At first, she stalled five times in a row. But after an hour of learning, she was driving us all over town. She got better with time. Like learning to drive, learning curves apply to goals. The following chart shows the number of miles I ran every day when I was trying to run those 1,000 miles in a year. The blue lines are the number of miles I ran each day, and the red curve is the trend. Now, you can't see this chart, obviously, because you're listening through an audiobook. But let me explain what it is. We have a chart with a blue line that goes up and down. The blue line is the actual miles run every single day. And for the first two-thirds of the year, it's pretty steady at three miles per day. But there are many days in there where it's zero, where I just didn't run. And there are a few days where I ran a little bit more. Most of them are three miles. Some go up to four. There are one, two, three, four, about 10 where I didn't run at all. The last one third though, the chart goes up. And what happens is there are no days missed. And the number of miles every day averages at four and sometimes spikes up to five or six. The red line is a trend chart. So the blue line shows all of the daily data and the red line shows how that data trends over time. And the red line goes up and to the right. The trend is increasing. All right, back to the book. Notice that after missing two days early on, I hit a streak for the first two or three months of the year. But then I started to miss more days in the second quarter. The novelty of consistently running had worn off and my calves were still sore. It wasn't fun anymore. The red trend line dipped down around the second quarter of the year as the grind continued. I started to take more days off from running. In the middle of June, my calves suddenly loosened up. Running three miles was much easier than before, and I began to increase my mileage, just a bit at first to 3.25 miles each time, then to 3.5 miles. By the fourth quarter of the year, my new daily run was four miles long. On the weekends, I'd even go six to eight miles. As my body got used to running, I had overcome the learning curve. You may experience the same curve when pursuing your goals. Initially, you'll be fired up. 
but soon the reality will set in and you'll hit an initial bump in the road. If you convince yourself to keep going, you'll have a good streak, but at some point, the novelty will wear off. You can either quit at that point or dig deeper to find enough discipline to complete your goal. Setting goals is easy. Finishing them takes determination. Just don't give up. Small changes over time. Right around the time my calves finally loosened up, I had an epiphany. In order to get back on pace, I had to run 3.25 miles every day for a couple of weeks. At about halfway through the year, I realized that if I had always run that extra quarter mile, I would have been 40 miles closer to my goal. All right, now what's in the book, which you can't see because you're listening again, is a screenshot of a tweet that I tweeted on June 21st, 2019. And the tweet says, can't believe I just figured out that if I had run an extra quarter mile per day, I'd be 40 miles closer to my 1,000 mile goal for 2019. Just goes to show how little things over time will add up. Started running that extra bit yesterday. All right, back to the book. It was shocking to discover that I could have gained an advantage by simply running another quarter mile or extra two and a half minutes each day. After already running for 25 minutes or so each time, an extra two and a half minutes would have barely been noticeable. It just goes to show that if you make a small change and sustain that change over time, the impact can be huge. This is the magic behind long-term goal setting. Think long-term, then set shorter-term goals to get you closer to your long-term goals. Be specific, measure how you're doing, and report on your progress. These principles apply to your personal goals as well as to your professional goals. Above all else, keep pushing forward. Just like with any major endeavor, the way you reach your first million dollars in revenue is to start with a goal. But unlike others who give up on their goals, you can follow the goal-setting principles we just went over to ensure you achieve them. Short-term versus long-term goals. When setting goals, select a time horizon that you're aiming for. Do you want to accomplish the goal in three months, a year, or in 10 years? The shorter the time horizon, the easier it is to concretely select a goal. Projecting farther into the future is more difficult because it's hard to fathom the compounding effect of goal setting. People often overestimate what they'll accomplish in one year but underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. In the last few years, I went through the exercise of setting short-term and long-term goals for Array Digital. Setting a short-term goal for the next year was relatively easy. I looked back at how we'd grown in the past year or two, projected that growth into the future by one year, and stretched it a bit. Using round numbers as an example, Let's say we did $500,000 in revenue two years ago and $1 million in revenue last year. That's growing by $500,000 per year. Certainly, we could continue that trend this year, right? 
So a goal of $1.5 million would be achievable if nothing else changed. But what about a 10-year revenue goal? Should we assume that we continue to grow another $500,000 each year? That put us at about $5 million in revenue in 10 years. Remember that people underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. What if we instead estimated aggressively? Instead of projecting a $500,000 increase every year, why not project a continued growth rate of 100% every year, just like last year? If so, we'd grow into a $500 million company in just 10 years. Sounds ridiculous, right? Is that achievable? What would it take to continue to grow at 100% for 10 years straight? Well, we'd need to hire a sales force, get into bigger markets, and get bigger clients. Now let's take this scenario and apply it to your business, but with different numbers. Let's start with the first task, creating a sales force. What will that take? If you don't have a salesperson right now, start there and hire your first salesperson. If you did that this year, could you hire a second salesperson next year and two more the year after and four more the year after that? Probably, but it'd require better cash flow and more efficient processes. Maybe you should fix your cash flow or process issues at the same time. See how one huge goal is starting to be broken down into smaller goals? To grow 100% for 10 years straight will require a series of other goals. Suddenly, you're exploring what it would take to achieve what at first seemed like an outrageous goal. When you break it down into small, manageable steps, it doesn't seem quite so inconceivable. I'm not saying that just because you set a huge goal, you'll achieve it. But if you don't set a huge goal, you'll never explore whether it's really possible. Chapter takeaways. Number one, if you set goals for your entrepreneurial journey too early, then you may be guessing. Start on the journey, figure out your business model, and then set goals based on what you've learned so far. Number two, when you set a goal, be honest with yourself. If you don't intend to achieve a goal, don't say you will. Never lie to yourself. If you say you'll do it, then do it. Number three, when setting goals, be specific and set measurable goals. Track your progress daily in a spreadsheet and hold yourself publicly accountable. Number four, like most new areas of life, you'll experience a learning curve as you work towards achieving your goals. Number five, small improvements performed consistently over time will yield large results. And finally, number six, setting long-term goals is typically harder than setting short-term goals. But once you set a long-term goal, work backwards by setting multiple short-term goals along the way. Are you a business owner looking to reach more customers and grow? Array Digital is a world-class digital marketing agency that partners with companies just like yours. We've worked with top brands throughout the country and love helping businesses generate more revenue, employ more people, and serve more customers. 
Reach out to find out more about our award-winning website design, SEO, advertising, and social media. You can find us online at thisisarray.com or call us at 757-333-3021.